What are you doing, pouring up? Did you say the name of the podcast? Did you say that this was the Brown Liquor and Vibes podcast? It is the Brown Liquor and Vibes because, you know, we vibing. Welcome back to the podcast. It's the Brown Liquor and Vibes podcast, episode 28. Yeah, I think it's 28. Okay, episode 28. I am Jay Qualified, also known as El Padrino. Nobody calls you that. Nobody even said that. Not one you time. Know, and, and you know, what's, cra- you know what's crazy, y'all? You know, in this time of reflection and coronavirus, you know, you really got to identify the people that don't want you to be your best. And when you identify those people, you got to say, let me self-quarantine from you. Anyway... Alongside with Jake Qualified is the podcast goddess, Pure Nirvana. And Nobody calls here, you that. No, you call me that. Literally, literally, no one, call no one calls that. you People that. People do call me that. Anyway, on this quarantine evening, we're all, we're about to get into this podcast. We, we've been drinking the sangria that I made. Uh, the recipe is up on the Instagram right now. I just want to take this time to, you know, tell everybody, man, I hope you're safe. Um hope you ain't catch this roni the only way to stay safe is to not be out and about right now you know what's been going around you know what's been going around before corona stds stds have been going around before corona so you know but oh my gosh that's just good this is already starting no listen but listen you it's easier (laughs) to dodge herpes than it is to uh, dodge the corona you gotta be safe out here that is true but anyway let's get into this podcast tonight so yeah um first of all i want to start with you know if this is your first time listening to to us thank you for listening to us uh you can follow us on instagram at brown liquor and vibes uh don't forget our apparel page where we definitely highlight all of the great clothes that we putting out here that's the brown liquor and vibes apparel page and then uh you can get this podcast as well as all of our brown liquor reviews and everything that we do on youtube and social media on brown liquor and vibes.com that's also our website where we sell all the dope vibes so check out all of our stuff you know what i mean we we just uh discounted the site uh yes, everything that's up right now is 15 percent off if you use the code vibe vibe just vibe don't put an s on it is it no I, I thought it was vibes or was it vibe i think it's just vibe i don't know if if, if you try to get a discount we will give it to you dm me and we'll get you the right code asap that's right so listen i was in here you know what i'm saying working on my harmonizing because you know when, when you go and stir crazy in the house you know you start thinking like you know what man i could really everything and I, will I can make a run at the singing thing. I'll post the video up on our apparel page. On yes. So if you're wondering how it turned out, just, <laughs> just come to the apparel page. It will be up on a story. It's an IG story. It'll be gone by the time this <laughs> out. You will never see it. That's true. But if you're already a follower, you'll know what's up. So anyway, th- what do you want to get into tonight? What do you want to talk about? Um, Wow, man. It's, um, been a, it's been a little bit. I feel like we have we missed a couple things, but here we are. We missed a couple things. Um, the last time we potted was uh when we lost Pop Smoke. Um, yeah. they tried to do a, a home invasion on Young Berg. A uh, Young Berg is now Hitmaker, who makes all of that dope ass music. So when you hear Hitmaker, that that's Young Berg. You know, um, somebody tried to line him up. He had a lady over the house. She tried to line him up. Had dudes with what guns trying to. Do? Isn't that like that Little Wayne song, like Mona Lisa? Yeah, he tried to hit him with a Mona, Mona Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> Is yeah, that the name of yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Dang, that's Yo, man, just everybody be safe out here, cause you know, um, at the end of the day, man, people, like, like this, 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 the one thing I harken back to. 
listen, it's poor people and it's rich people. And if you flaunt a whole bunch of expensive stuff, for somebody that ain't got nothing on their plate, you looking like food. And I'm not, you know, saying it's okay to be on that type of time, but I look at things from both sides of the fence, man. You know, there's people that don't make $100,000 in a year and somebody got on a $100,000 piece of jewelry. That That's attractive to somebody that need to put food on their family's table. It is crazy, but it's, it's also like, well, what's the balance? Like, are you, is it to say like then a person who can afford to have those luxuries shouldn't have them or shouldn't flaunt them? I guess flaunting is really the... Ridiculous. It's the social media thing. Like at the yeah, end of the day, you we throw your, you you throw yourself a party when you put all your business on social media. Even if you look at us, we don't have necessarily personal social medias. You know, I don't think. I mean, outside of if you know me, you won't be able to see how I'm doing. I I could I could be um doing this podcast from an abandoned house right now with an extension cord still on electricity from a neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> or I could be in a mansion. You never know because my personal business ain't on display. Yeah. yeah I mean, and that's, that is the part about social media. Everything that you upload, just feel comfortable with sharing it to the world because that's exactly what you're doing. And, so. and you know what also it made me think of, though? How how much sex plays a part in bad decisions. Yeah. you A, a person will put it all on the line for some sex, which is, which is mind-blowing. It is, you know, it's crazy, but hey, to each his own. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just happy that Berg's safe, man. Um, what else is going on in the world that we miss? A whole lot of music came out. Childish Gambino gonna sneak himself a little album out here. Um, I ain't get a chance to listen to it yet, though. There was a lot. I mean, and and, and this is in no particular order, but The Weeknd has an album out. Uh, Childish Gambino has an album out that we really didn't get a chance to dive into yet. Speaking of the weekend. Oh my gosh, Jay Electronica. Oh man, hold or on. Is it a Jay-Z Call me Jay Electronica. Is it Call a me Jay Elect Hanukkah. Is it a Jay Z album featuring Jay Electronica? Nah, it's a Jay Electric Jay Jay Elect album. Oh um, Jay Electronica. Yeah, I, it's the sangria. I'm on my third cup. It's starting to hit me hard. We made two pictures and we almost done the first picture and we just sat down not too long ago. But this Jay Electronica album is dope. So let's f- first start off by congratulating Jay Electronica for putting out a dope album. He did put Shiny Suit Theory on there, which is a song that's over 10 years old. That was out of pocket. Um, but he, does, he never had an album before, right? No. So I guess. No, so nothing. I Yo, that's. No, but I'm thinking, I'm not saying that makes sense, but I'm saying that I guess if he never had an album before, like a real official album, then why not? He still don't have a real official album. Oh, what you trying to say? That was a whole album. Well, it was. I mean, I don't. I guess the tricky part for me is that if he really never had an album out, then why dedicate so much of it to like doing splitsies with another rapper and Jay Z at that? But I mean, I'm not mad at the whole. The whole. Listen, vibe. if I had an opportunity vibe. to put out an album with Hove, I'd take it. Yeah, I. I understand that. And I guess at this point in the game, it's like, look, it's either it's either this or nothing. He so. still listen. I'm gonna say this: Jay Electronica and Jay Z put out an album together. I'm still waiting for Jay Electronica's debut album. I wonder if this is this is considered his debut album now. Who knows? I'm I'm gonna say this, man. I really appreciate uh the wordplay on this album. I thought it was nice. I like that the production was simple. They ain't try to do too much. They came with, you know, the essence of hip-hop, and that's just 
you know, beats and bars. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the song with, with Dream on it may be my favorite. Um, I think Dream is one of the most underrated writers of all time. I think that, you know, you can put him in the category with Holland, Doja Holland of the um, Motown era as far as being able to keep producing hit records across different genres. So, you know, I want to give uh, the Dream his props. Yo, uh, and the Dream definitely need props, too, because he is really a dope producer and he's a dope. Um, I mean, he made he made some historically good music as well. Of course, I think his being a producer is is like more bigger than him as an artist, but he he has some good songs. You know what made me most happy about the um the album with Jay Alec and Hov? Sorry, Lucas was also excited about the album as well. That is my three year old son. Excuse me, three month old son on the podcast for the first time. Four month. Four month. It ain't the twenty second yet. Okay. Listen, so. Lucas, Lucas, my favorite part of this whole album was the fact that Beyonce wasn't on it. <laughs> I hate Jay-Z and Beyonce together. I swear, man, I love each each one of them separate. As an album, man, they music together is not for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I so, you know, me. shout out to the Queen for letting them get this one off without a guest appearance. I do particularly like the song A-P-I-D-T-A. I don't know what that stands for. What is it now? The it's like A P I D A something. It's the last song on the album, and it's like that's my favorite song off the album. Oh okay, all right. But it was a great. All right. Like you okay? I don't care. <laughs> Were we sharing our favorite songs or no? Because I just jumped on a limb. Uh, you know, I mean, go ahead. It's your platform. You know, I, my my favorite color is green. You know what I'm saying? But that's not in the genre of what we discussed. So. Listen, listen. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, Jay Electronica, you still owe me a debut album. And let, let, me, let me tie it full circle, though. And the reason why I'm saying this is because we went out to see Jay Electronica. I don't know why I purchased the tickets and at no, that point. Hold on. It wasn't a Liddy kind of situation. Listen, the same thing he did at his shows he did on his album. Let everybody else rap. Yo, remember, um, he literally did, he came out, he did, uh, what? The, the ghost of Christopher Wallace. The ghost of Christopher Wallace. Then he pulled, like, then he bullshitted. people. Listen, then he bullshitted for 45, 45 minutes. Then he pulled, like, five rappers out the audience. It was like an open mic night. I'm like, yo, like. Hold on, and niggas knew him, too. Like, like that's the one thing about Jay Elect that I fuck with. Like, he had a show in Philly, and, and niggas from Philly was fucking with him because they, like, he calling people out by name. Like, nah, you ain't getting on the stage, da da da, da. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that he, was, that part was pretty he, he really a man of the people, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that. But. So next, let's talk about Lil Uzi. Lil Uzi. Let's get into Lil Uzi. I didn't listen to the Deluxe album yet, which I feel is a second album from what I'm understanding. However, I did listen to the first album, and I liked it. I think that Uzi ain't making music for nobody but uh, his demographic. And I like when the artists do that. I like when the artists say, you know, fuck trying to appeal to all of y'all. I'm going to come out and get in my bag for my people. And it shows Uzi done did over $500,000 in record sales over the last uh, two two weeks. And those is like Drake numbers. So when you're looking at what Uzi doing as far as numbers, you know, and how he connecting with his his fan base, man, is amazing. And shout out that little Uzi from Philly. Yeah. 
Philly all the way. Um, Rich the Kid came out with his album. Um, we got into a little bit of it. I listened to a little bit of it another time. I think it's okay. Um, I don't really, and, and you know, and I don't care what the people say, but I don't really feel like he came out with a song that I liked more than Plug Walk yet. Plug Walk, and then also the song that he had with Kendrick Lamar. Like, I just feel like... New Freezer? New Freezer. I just feel like those two songs are my favorite songs from him, and I have yet to hear anything that I like not even the same, let alone more than I like those two songs. Sometimes people catch him early in their career, but what I like is that he continuing to work. I can see that he's still, you know, going at it. Um, I will say that uh, I think that in his approach to some of the music, uh, is more about a sound and content. I think that what was so dope about Plug Walk and New Freezer was it had the content had everything along with the with bop. The Exactly. exactly. So everything. I, so I, I think he's been thinking about sound more than content. But it's hard as an artist to bridge that gap between two things. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, but that's a part of the job. That's the job. So you have to, you know, you have to be able to body both those things because that's essential. But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, a- another album I want to talk about to me that was kind of a that was a surprise album that I almost wasn't even gonna listen to. Um, in the beginning was the album by Cowboy. Yeah, I put you on the Cowboy. You did, and I wasn't. Well, you didn't. You didn't put me on to him. I already have heard some of his music before, but I wasn't particularly checking for this album. And his I album hot. It is, and it, and I really liked it, and I'm happy. And I, I think right now, that's probably one of the albums that I have in repeat. Um, Long Live the Kings, and it's like a good EP. It has six good songs, like six solid. He songs gave you nothing there. but the fire. He did, and I mean, I was definitely feeling that, and. I'm happy because it was the album that I was going to, like, not, like, it wasn't, I didn't think it was going to be in my, like, daily rotation. You know what the thing about the Cowboy album was? I think I listened to it, um, and I, I, I was running some errands or whatever, and I, I was listening to a little bit of it, and I was like, damn, this is good, but I'm so caught up in what I'm doing right now, I'm going to have to get us another listen. Yeah. So when I got back, I was like, yo, like, I listened to this briefly, let's let's fuck with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it was, it was definitely worth it. It was a good listen. Um. I'm trying to think, like, what else kind of went out or what we didn't talk about. I know, um, didn't Mac Miller come out with, like, a, uh, um, like a deluxe yeah. or, like, a something yeah, like that? Yeah, he did. It's hard for me to listen to posthumous albums. I'm going to be honest. I, I can't really posthumous albums. Like, you know, albums that came out after the artist has passed on, man. It. Well, that's crazy because those are normally, like, classic albums, though. In some cases. Yeah, yeah. Um. Worst album I heard in a long time was this Blueface album. That shit was trash. He do have like one good song that. Um, that no, that that shit is trash. The song is kind of trash. That is gonna sound stupid. Oh, it's the one song I like. The one song, yeah. It, but oh, the vibe song. The vibes. I only like it because he be saying vibes. Other than that, I don't. I, so then you don't really like the song. Yeah, you so know. That's not even listen, it's that's so simple to 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 predict what's in a verse nowadays. Somebody gonna talk about. How they get hit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I will somebody, say, I you am, know, it's it's not really like I they hit me with bars. I am over, and I think, like, I feel like I'm just kind of like, okay, enough is enough with that. Like, I just feel like everybody can't be like, like it has to be a little bit more. It Niggas has to be, be something yeah. Else. I mean, like, give give us a little bit more depth to your music. But you know what though, I do look at it from the standpoint like most of these dudes, all they do is run around shop, do shows. 
and have sex. So that's well, that's the, sure the energy they giving you. Yeah, just make sure to do the right thing. You know what I want to talk about with the coronavirus since you said protection? I want to talk about all the slides, right? And um, what? all the slides. Like park slides? Like we go to nah, a park? You no, know, you know what a slide is. I don't. So a slide is a chick that you slide off with. It's a slide. Well, so why would I know that? I've never slid off with a chick before. <laughs> so You lucky because right now in this coronavirus area, I think about, you know, all I'm of lucky. the... I think about all of the NBA players that got coronavirus, right? Then I think about all the slides. And how many of y'all share women with the NBA? All I'm going to say is be safe, beloved. They're not concerned about having STD. They ain't concerned about having the corona, COVID-19. Okay? Man, listen. So anyway. The truth about a She the sweetest little girl. You, yo, yo, yo! Do you hear? The, do you hear that singing right there? Listen, See, w- and then the thing is, like, whoever whoever is tuning out, tuning in with us the first time is straight up not going to even listen to the next episode because they're going to be like, "Yo!" Shout like, out, shout out to our last time listeners. Exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, I, I do want to kind of get into um two more albums and then we could talk about whatever. But the weekend came out with his album. I heard a couple of joints on it. Um, a lot of people saying it's music that you got to be like on to. I don't think so. I listened to it while I was in the supermarket ducking the COVID and trying to get some uh, produce and it was all right. I mean, I'm just going to be a p- completely honest. Like my last favorite weekend album was like all the, we already know your criticism with the, the weekend. Thursday, the trilogy. We like, know that them. you don't like happy so, weekend. Exactly. So, you know, I wasn't really going to be like, what you going to do when SZA put out all this happy music? What you I gonna... know SZA is, she got a, a songs on a soundtrack with Justin Timberlake trolls. So she, you know, that joke. Yeah, it's com- it, listen, listen, you know, and then you know who else? Summer Walker going to put out all this happy music. I would be surprised Black about gonna... that. She seems like, She's she's really fucked up mentally. No, I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> she just seems like she's like um a laid back vibe person. And um and then Black, I mean, Black has been putting out a little bit more up tempo songs, and that's kinda why my favorite album from him is his first album. Like I love his first album. You so. like artists when they depressed and broke. Exactly. Like I like the up I like the upcoming part of the artist. And it's not that I don't want them to like get on and like have money, have success. Everybody eats B. But it what it is different. Like when you're happy, like your music, everything's different. You walk, you walk happy. You talk happy. Everything's happy, you know. But um, but yeah. So I mean, his album was like really good and upbeat and everything. Like you all right? Up, upbeat and everything. I bit into the lemon that's in the sangria. Oh really? I thought it was gonna taste like bourbon. But it didn't. It's Surprise- like surprisingly, it tastes like a lemon. <laughs> um. Okay, and for me, one more album that I want to bring up is Janae Aiko. Ooh, Chalumbo. Chalumbo, which, you know, Janae Aiko is the vibiest, like, she chick is of them all. Th- Yo, let's give her, her her flowers now. Janae Aiko is the new Erica Badu. I feel like she resurrected all of this vibey healing. But it's like current. Slash toxic music. Uh, I call it toxic music too because she be saying some toxic things on her records. I mean, I don't know if it's toxic, but you don't need no free time. That's you and me time. You want to take all the nigga free time? Well, I don't know if that's toxic. Some people might be into that, but I mean, I'm I'm happy about the album. I mean, of course, another her favorite album from me too was like her 
her first like two joints. Her well, I mean, I'm I, I really like her. I really like her music. I love her vibe. I think that she and I and I actually said I think that you said it beautifully. She really is like the Erica Badu of this of this time of this generation. And I wouldn't say that lightly because Erica Badu is, is a, a legend. Is a legend, and she's amazing, and she like created that vibe for her back then in that lane and i think that janae aiko i could totally agree with you on that and i think that there's a lot of hate like a lot of people that hate on her her style and her vibe and everything but how can you hate on janae when janae created the sound of modern female r&b exactly and i mean i think she's like the top of the umbrella like when i think of a like a summer walker when i think of a SZA, when i think ari of lennox ari lennox um uh, and you know and so many more and and all those all those women are amazing phenomenal. immaculate exactly shout they, out to tiana taylor shout out to SZA, all the ladies right now exactly doing thing. or even um another one i love is her her is another amazing voice but okay, w- would you say that without janae this this vibe of of music ain't popping right now well what i would say too even with naming those particular women i still also feel like they're still so different from one another like i can't say like i love her and i love janaiko i don't even feel like they're the same no no i when i think of something i I look i listen to words and i listen to emotions and everything and when i hear the, the type of lyrics and emotions that some are getting off that that spicy ass girlfriend talk Janae started that. Yeah, but I still, even with that, I still also feel like those two are different as well. Yeah, they they got and different bo- bops, bobs, bobs, bounces. Exactly, so they're different. But I'm talking about the genre, and I'm talking about who defined the genre over the last 10 years. I mean, I guess if, if we had to say it, I mean, I feel like, well, it's interesting because I, I feel like SZA and um, Janae Aiko might be almost like neck and neck in terms of time. One and one A. Because really, like, even when I think about when I saw them, I saw them, like, they both were in a concert together. And they both was banging with TDE. Exactly. You know, they, like, literally, they both were at the concert together. SZA opened up for Janae, though. SZA did open up. But if I think about it at the time, like, that, they performed, I believe, at that time at the Electric Factory if I'm not mistaken, which we all know, like the Electric Factory in Philly is a small venue place, right? It's one of the smaller venues in Philly. And, you know, I think now, like, I wonder if, if Janelle Yuko ever came back to the city, would she perform again in a nah, smaller venue? No, she'd be at the Met or, exactly. or the Fillmore. So she would obviously keep kind of growing her, her, her audience and everything. So I think it's safe to say at that time they both were really, like, up and coming and really... But I think SZA could get the Wells Fargo off. Well, may I mean, but I think that they both could. I really do. Like I, think I do. I think I think people love Janae. You're right. I think that they both could. And I and the last time we saw SZA, SZA was at. Well, the last time we saw SZA in Philly, she was at um the Fillmore. Where else did we see her? I mean, we didn't saw SZA. We saw SZA at that time. We saw SZA at um uh I don't uh at the Fillmore. We saw SZA at a larger venue. Oh, we just saw her last year at uh. Broccoli, no Dreamville. Ah, uh, she was Dreamville, Dreamville. Fusible, uh, music festival. She was at Dreamville. She was. Remember? How about I'm fucking sad that we only got one concert off this year, which we got to go see 070. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And that concert. And, and first of all, I'm just so happy it happened right at the cusp of the 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 heavy stuff before the, the Roni went full blown. Yeah, well, well I mean they they're uh, closing down venues and stuff like that. Venues are shut. 
But um, oh my gosh, O Seven O was like an amazing show. Everything about it, like just the vibe. I love that. Like the the people that were there were amazing. Like everything about that night was like a great night, and and it was just such a great time. But um, yeah, that was the only concert, and all most of the concerts are being rescheduled. Like Dreamville, I well, I don't know about Dreamville, but I know Broccoli City. I mean, you know, this is a big deal anytime they decide to push Coachella back. I mean, like. It's, it's just crazy, you know? Everything's happening in October. With, I could fuck with Coachella in October, though. Yeah, I mean... Because it be hot as shit in the motherfucking I know, desert. I bet it's going to be cold. It'll probably be chilly. Like, nah, it don't get that cold out there. Well, no, because if you think about it, when you go... It, this is the funny thing. Like, even when you go in April, the two weekends are extremely different in terms of weather. Just literally, like, one weekend from, from each other. Like... The first weekend is like colder at night. You need a jacket. It's like really cool. The second weekend is hot as heck. The grass be all like crunchy like hay. So it's like it makes a difference. So in October, it could very well be a lot cooler. But I think like I wouldn't go back to Coachella yet until I hit the other festivals that's on the lineup. Like I really want to go to like Bonnaroo. Something in the water. Oh, my God. And it's crazy. Like I really wish we could have done something in the water last year. But. We couldn't because we was going to another concert. But anyway, I mean, to just circle back with all the women, all of them are amazing. And it's really nice to have, like, a great, robust variety of talented, like, female singers. Yeah, but uh, Janae is the godfather or, you know. uh, The godmother? Yeah, the godmother. She's she's Griselda. She's Griselda. Speak, well, and since we on the topic of music, I want to talk about the fire in the booth with Griselda. Um Benny the Butcher and uh, Conway the Machine. If you like bars, boy, I mean, because we were just talking about, you know, how Blueface don't be talking about shit. And, you know, a couple other artists, you know what I'm saying, we was talking all off the air about, you know, just motherfuckers be taking the lowest hanging fruit and be running with it. But you want to listen to some um some bars, man, you got to check Griselda out, man. This dude, Conway the Machine, is amazing man he he destroyed that charlie slaw fire in the booth i'm quite sure everybody heard it because it's a little old now but if you're not fucking with griselda i don't know what you're fucking with um so did we talk about talk about the weekend a little glimpse of the childish gambino joint that he snuck out um did we ever talk about little baby's album did I tell everybody how much I love Lil Baby's album? No, I don't think we talked about it in the last episode. We we ain't talking about Lil Baby's album, and, you know, we didn't talk about the baby slapping that girl at the concert. Yo, um, wild for that. Yo, I'm, I'm just going to put it like this. Allegedly. Oh, it's not allegedly because it was on camera, right? Yeah, I, look, I'm not getting all that. I don't really get into the, to, to the side shit, but, like, at the end of the day, is no... There is no excuse for beating on women. Just period. So, so you know, whatever fly shit that people can cock to say, oh, well, this, that, and the third, unless she going to stab you, shoot you, or she got niggas outside of your house that's trying to come kill you, keep your motherfucking hands to yourself. And you know what the also, like, the just big thing about that, too, is, like, you just making it a situation for yourself because – you know, set aside if you don't really have any morals and you don't really feel like, you know, ab- abusing women is a big deal, you know, and, and you just don't really care about that. Set aside from all those things, like, 
you really just messing up your own image, your own, you know, your own bag because people are not going to want to even rock with you if you out here slapping people. That's that's like even if you only going to do it for your own personal benefit. It's like why even set yourself up to where like people don't want to rock with you. Like you see how hard it was for Chris Brown to come back after he had that situation. And he still ain't fully back. And people still don't want to rock with him. So it's like you got to just and, and even like the funny thing about it is like in the industry like some people don't personally be believing what you did is that right or that wrong, but they just not going to rock with you because they have so much pressure on their back to like oh if you mess with that person then we're not going to rock with you. So they just got to do the smart thing and just cut all ties. So I think this is a perfect time to have the conversation about behaviors. Uh, Everybody in the fucking house, ain't nobody out and about, you know what I'm saying? I live in a real city. The gunshots are still going off, but, you know, it's it's definitely an opportunity to take this time that you in the crib to reflect on you and what your real goals is. Like a wise person once told me, you'll never reach the heights you want to reach if you keep rolling around with these dusty motherfuckers. Um, you know, and I think about business, I think about, you know, you know, happiness in general and that that persona of being a tough guy, that 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 persona, you know, that energy of, you know, what I'm saying being, you know, at a moment's notice, ready to get violent. Like, yo, I can understand when we live in circumstances where that's the way that we protect ourselves or we've been traumatized and that's the only way we know how to react. And we all grow up differently and people have many fucked up situations. But once you start to see your way through and you start to experience some kind of success or you get to a point in your life where you're ready to change the way things are going, you got to leave that man or woman in that space because they can't go with you. And you know what? To be honest, like I heard a lot of people say that they put their beef on hold because of the corona. If you can put it on hold, you can just (laughs) leave it alone. That's what I'm saying. So like. I'm not putting that on hold and picking it back up. Like, if I'm putting it on hold, it's dead. And it's like... Well, no. That, 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 I can understand if if I didn't fuck with you before the coronavirus, no. I still don't fuck with but you. I, but I'm not saying that. I am not saying I ain't about to beat your be, ass, though. I'm not saying we're going to be friends for life, BFS. What I'm saying is I'm not, I'm not going to have that energy. And the crazy thing about it is, like, you know, it's just like, why do you want to have that energy? Like, that negative, like crazy resentment energy just angry and like out here shooting people and doing all this wild stuff it's like you know i personally feel like a person who was really like like a a, like a real like man or whatever or like really about their life like i or about that life i think that person to me looks like a person that could punch you in the face and knock you out I, I don't I don't see a person as shooting somebody as like as as the man or as a because you have a possession of something that made you more powerful than you are without it. So therefore, I can't look at you like you a man just because you have a gun because a child could shoot a gun and that doesn't make a child a man or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I think that really people need to get back to like yeah, some people do need to be punched in their mouth. Like I I mean that that's not my energy, but some people are disrespectful and they want to keep tempting you or whatever go back to the day i mean once this corona thing is over of course you don't want to punch somebody in the face and spit in your eye or whatever but yo yo but, you got to chill what I'm saying bro is just 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 do it the, do it the right way uh, yo you like know? but but I'm, I'm gonna take it a step further i'm gonna take it a step further like i'm too busy to beef with you how i'm beefing with you and there's all this money out here that I ain't folded up and put in my pocket yet. <laughs> I'm not 
you know, like, 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 I I can't really like. So even the 20, 20, 30 second interaction that we have in together, I'm on my way to a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm even on, on my way to a bag. I'm just coming from a bag going to the bank or I'm on my way home for my to my family for happiness. You know what I'm saying? So like like that type shit, it ain't I'm not on that type of time because I'm busy. We're getting money and being happy. You know, it's a difference. If I'm out and somebody put me in a situation where my back against the wall, I don't talk about, you know, hypotheticals. But during the, the, the course of my regular day, I'm out here just trying to get a bag. That's it. I don't have time for that shit. And I, I, I really think that with everybody losing their jobs or getting laid off or, you know, you know, looking for the government to send them a thousand dollars and all that shit that people need, man, is really an opportunity for people to get on their grind, get on their hustle. Cause you gotta realize you out here in the motherfucking wilderness and ain't nobody coming to save you. It's been the podcast. We out. <laughs>